pissed off at the simple fact that people around this town don't wear the mask, don't wear their gloves. I just finished showing a house right now. The lady was pissed off because I asked her to wear a fucking mask. Like seriously, woman. And then she's coughing two seconds later. Like it's no goddamn big deal. We're in this shit because of fuckers like that. Because people out there on their goddamn boats doing all their bullshit, partying. No, I'm not jealous. No, I'm not. Because you know what? I have a fucking yacht. I could go out with my friends and party, but there's a goddamn time and place for everything. And now is not the time and place. Now is the time and place to be taking care of yourselves and the people around you. There are people dying. There are people in hospitals risking their lives because of motherfuckers like you who won't wear your mask, who don't wear your gloves, who don't wear practice social distancing. Yes, Miami's a party town, but the truth is, you know what? There's a time and place for partying and everything. Now is not the time to party. This shit, what? Oh, wow. Only in Miami. Only in Dade. Only in Florida. Let me do it for a fucking video, for a fucking meme, for a fucking goddamn TikTok. Wear your fucking mask. Wear your gloves. Or we're going to be quarantined all the way till goddamn September. And we may be spending fucking New Year's in our house because of you fuckers out there who don't wear your mask. And you know what? I give a fucking, fucking fucking goddamn rat ass if you guys get pissed off at me don't like me and you know what you delete me off your social media you'll probably be doing me a favor so i don't need fuckers like you wear your fucking mask wear your gloves so we can get the fuck out of our house you dumb fucks <laughs>
time or space. I also don't understand distance. I think maybe this is a pathological problem. Uh, and it's also John. I'm here with John. Hi. <laughs> Featured song of the week is If a Tree Falls in the Forest by Ellen Siberian Tiger. I feel like that's that is at least circumstantially related to the conversation we're having. If a tree falls in the forest, like if nobody knows, nobody recognizes that I'm late. Am I really late? Like at work, right? Yeah. See, you did your eyeliner. Who'd you do your makeup for? Uh, For this. Did you sleep alone last night? (laughs) What's the name of that song? (laughs) What is the name of that song? God damn it. Can you hear that? Uh, no. Okay, good. I don't think so. Somebody's doing their lawn. I have the window open. Um, where did you sleep last night? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, what was that name of that song? Lead Belly. Was it Lead Belly? I just know of the uh, Nirvana cover of it. I think it's Lead Belly, yeah. Speaking of Dallas, speaking of, speaking of, uh, uh, why can I not think of that part of the neighborhood in Dallas? Deep Ellum. Deep Ellum. Yeah. Did you hear the news? About what? Deep Ellum? Wizard Lounge closing. No. Yeah. Okay, but look, are any of these places really going to close, like, for good? I think Lizard Lounge is. I think the owner said they're they're looking at different like it may possibly a different property to open up, but I think Lizard Lounge slash the church as we know it is no more. Have you? When was the last time you went there? <laughs> Never. Oh God, uh, a long ass time ago, maybe like twelve years ago. Yeah. But I mean, I never. I mean, that's more like a, a like a true nightclub. I used to just go to bars. Right. Nightclubs are kind of dumb because they like they have the expectation that you're going to dance and we all know how stupid dancing is. Yeah. You don't seem like much of a dancer. Thank you. Neither do you. I would dance every once in a while. Really? Well, I didn't know that. My mother was a dancer. Did you know that? I believe it. She's very graceful. Francis. So how was your week? What'd you do? Um, you went on a date I did I went on a date oh thanks for reminding me (laughs) Uh, yeah so I worked in the office this week still had people showing up in person which is fucking absurd Um, but because we have so many uh, it was just me and maybe another co-worker for most of the days. And because we have so many phone and video appointments now, um, you can like, I mean, the person that walks in has to wait. And usually by the time you get off of your other appointments and can see them, they've, they've gotten uh, irritated because they have to wait so long and then they leave. So the problem solves itself. Oh, wow. So that's pretty nice. Um, What's it? What does the office look like? Do you have to like wear a mask the entire time, or? Okay, so Thursday they finally mandated that everybody in the building has to wear a mask when they're in a public space. 
uh, I don't know what the significance of fucking Thursday the 7th or whatever day it was is. Like, why didn't we do this five or six weeks ago? Yeah, I mean, at this point, I think everybody probably has their own mask or like a makeshift mask. I started using a headband as a mask, you know, like one of those yeah. really thick ones. Just wrap it around my neck. And then when I am in public, just slip it up. Maybe that's why they waited so they wouldn't have to furnish people with masks. Because I certainly do wear my own now. I'm not going to wear one of their shitty surgical masks. It's basically made of cardboard. Yeah. When I went to I went to Target yesterday, I've been trying to find some running shoes. And yeah. I don't want to spend a lot of money because it's really just for walking. And uh, apparently size 9 is like the most popular size for men because I have not been able to find any running shoes. And I refuse to go to like a sporting goods show or a shop. But you'd be surprised that all these, mostly like the people that are not wearing masks are like the Bubba fucks. You know what I mean? Like the yeah. oh, mouth yeah. breathers, you yeah. know. Yes. And they're usually completely overweight and look completely unhealthy. And it's like, man, you get it. You're going to be hurting. But you, you can tell what party they belong to. Oh, totally. Without a doubt. But when I was leaving, this is what was really surprising to me. A young couple, both physically fit. The wife, I'm assuming wife, maybe girlfriend, maybe sister. Who the fuck knows? Uh, very pregnant, like about to pop. They had another kid with them that's maybe like four or five years old. You know, like the old enough to walk on their own and like the holding the hand of the type of a child, you know, and the husband slash brother slash whatever young, younger than me, physically fit, no mask at all, big fucking smiles on their faces. And I'm just like, man, you're like the exact opposite. These other conspiracy theorists that I read an article on, like the, the yoga type community, like the really health, health conscious community that also, don't don't believe in vaccines and everything's a fucking conspiracy. Yeah, the anti-vaxxers and the um, the people that are into that are promoting like staying at home and isolating are like agreeing right now. And the article that I read, like the common tie between both of them is a distrust in institutions. Yes, I could see that. Also, I mean, it would make sense that the anti-vaxxers would would want uh, their kids to stay <laughs> to stay home uh, since they know they're not vaccinated. But we don't know. Like, I, the post that I see and a lot of people talking about is in Frisco specifically uh, from the uh, that app that we all use. What is it? Nextdoor, the Nextdoor app. Um, a lot of them were saying. Uh, you know, it's time to open up because we need to, I guess the new right wing thing is we need to start herd immunity. Oh, that's very, uh, socialist thing, isn't it? Like, um, like Scandinavia does that. But we don't even know yet if there is an immunity after you have it. We have no, we don't know anything. We know fuck all about this virus. I'm still, I'm still going on the assumption that I can, that I can still contract it again. And I don't. Are you, are you scared? Did you hear about those kids in New York? Mm. Uh, the, so these kids, they had the they tested positive for the antibodies, and three of them have died. And it's, I forget what disease it's kind of mimicked, but it's kind of like that disease where your uh, immune system doesn't stop, and it just kind oh. of burns itself out. Ooh. Um, 
I saw the uh, the headline for that, but like I do with most articles, I didn't read it. Um, shit. That's what they were talking about. My, uh, when I had it, I, I told you my, my fucking immune system overreacted and I got those, like, canker sores in my mouth. Yeah. And on my lip, it was terrible. That's so scary. Yeah, dude. I hope Trump gets it. (laughs) That would be pretty great, right? I was just fantasizing about that the other day while I was jerking off. It's like, it's so close to him. How is it not? Look, if he gets it, you know they're never going to say that. Admit it, yeah. That's not going to be a thing. Yeah. So I guess now what is it? It's like one of his valets, which the uh, Dallas Morning News podcast pronounces a valet, which made me laugh (laughs) at five o'clock in the morning. (laughs) And uh, Ivanka Trump's personal assistant, I don't know what she needs an assistant for. I thought that that happened or what? Maybe was Stephen Miller's wife something? Stephen Miller's wife has it. God. I'm surprised he doesn't put her in a concentration camp. so close monster so close yeah 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 we just have to wait we just have to to sit and wait patiently um something good will happen for sure uh also the what is it the president of brazil he probably is asking for it too yeah oh that guy's an idiot yeah so uh so yeah so i've been working from the office and uh that's been stupid. Um, and then I did. I had a. I've been on Tinder. I don't know why. I don't know why. Because I don't want to die alone, I guess. I don't know. So I, I went back on Tinder and like answered a bunch of messages. Posted some of them. Yeah, I posted. I posted one of them. I should go back and look at the other ones. That one just came up. But. Um, uh, yeah, so there was this dude. I did some swiping, and then if they've already like liked you, then immediately it will tell you that there's a match or whatever. So one of these dudes had this like just really, really fantastic beard, like so good, um, and a good head of hair. So um, he messaged me, and we talked a little bit, and then. Like, he wanted to talk on the phone, so we talked on the phone one night for, like, three hours. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know. Uh, and he's like, he's like, I, I, I really want to meet you. And I was like, well, there's, you know, there's this pandemic going on, and I don't know. And I said, maybe we could go for a walk. Six uh, feet apart. <laughs> and uh, he's like, okay, you know, whatever you want to do. I just want to, I just want to meet you. It's like, okay. So, uh, he texted me, I guess it was Thursday and, um, asked what we were going to go for a walk, but then it really, it was really windy on Thursday and it was going to storm. So he's like, well, I can just pick you up and we can go out to dinner. And I was like, I don't really feel comfortable going to eat at a restaurant. I have to tell you, he's like, okay, well, um, how about I just come over and we order food? And usually I'm like, this is a, this is a foreshadowing for a murder. But, um, I don't know. 
I was like, because uh, I didn't have any other options, I felt like, and I was like, mm, okay. But look, I've been sick, and he's like, I don't really, I don't really care. So this dude is like, I thought he was going to be, I'll read you what he wrote me, like his opening message was a little foreboding. I was, I was afraid that I, that I was, um, that I had uh, encountered, like, some fucking dude bro. Hold on a second. Okay. Got to turn off my oven. Oven cleaner. Okay. Proceed. All right. So, uh, his message to me was, nice profile. Finally, someone with some intelligence who... Oh. And whose profile isn't marked up with man-bashing checklists about how dumb my gender is. So, first of all, Mm. so I just responded, I said, I bash indiscriminately. But I I kept myself from noting in my return message that he he misappropriated this uh, apostrophe. He put intelligence and whose W-H-O apostrophe S. Oh, Lord. I know. And then also he put uh, who instead of how dumb oh, God. Is. so at first I thought like maybe this guy is a master of dry humor and those were intentional and I was like there's no don't don't or he's an, he sounds like an incel uh yeah right that's that's what I thought like I was like oh god he said like man bashing and I was like, fuck man, this is going to go badly, but I can't not answer. He's an, he's, or an MRA guy. Right. What's that? Men's rights activist. Oh yeah. I mean, they're, they're, they're pretty similar, right? I think men's rights activists just get pussy. Do they though? Yeah. You've got some pussy right now. I know. So, um, kitten. So I was like, oh, fuck, here we go. So I answered, and he laughed at my joke. And um, and he said, I get it. Some men just don't help my gender much. And I said, there were, they're your words, dude, not mine. Uh, <laughs> not, not that they're wrong. And then he laughed again, and he's got a, a dog in his picture, and so we talked about that. And turns out he actually lived uh, in West Virginia near where I did, temporarily this is where the tide turned uh because he was out there working for an oil and gas company um trying to uh something about like uh environmental engineering and protection in that area like trying to get them to stop fracking and he told me about like what happens to fracking wastewater and shit so you know i thought that's okay so it turns out the dude is pretty liberal he doesn't own any guns not one gun but he was in the military and he was in an explosion and i get i get a little uh a little hesitant when i hear people tell me that and then it turns out it's true because he had like burn scarring all over his arms and stuff but he uh hates the military uh he said he doesn't believe in it he went in as an officer, and he has two master's degrees. So hmm. uh, he was a very nice fellow. We had a fine time. 
um, no, no kissing, no, no banging, just conversation. And we sat on my porch and watched the storm. So that was fun. Nice. Yeah. It didn't end up in a really funny story. I was hoping maybe that it would, but. So do you think you'll see him again? Maybe. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I wasn't like, I didn't really feel it, you know, like I liked him, but I think I'd, I'd rather be buddies with him than like, like if I really like somebody, usually I get nervous and I start like checking my face in the mirror when I go to the bathroom and stuff. Um, but this, I wasn't, I wasn't nervous. Which, you know, with my track record, I think maybe, like, the dudes that I'm really into that I check my face in the mirror for, I think maybe those are not dudes that I should be dating. Yeah, do the opposite. Try that. <laughs> oh, yeah, maybe I will. I'm, maybe I'm too old to be dating dudes that are unavailable in some capacity. Yeah. We'll see. I don't know. He has braces, like not on his legs, like on his face, like in. That's his, good. I guess. He's getting, he's getting, uh, you know, those teeth taken care of. Oh, during the the phone conversation, I said, uh, uh, something like, "Fuck," you know, and like, "Fucking breeders, man!" Like, you know we should get like tax credits or something for not having kids. Right. And he's like, I actually have three kids. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Cause he didn't say anything about them in his profile. And usually dudes are like, Oh, I've got a, I've got a five-year-old daughter and she's the center of my world. And if you don't like it, you can fuck off. Like, all right, I'll fuck off. Uh, but this guy said nothing about kids. Um, so he's like, yeah, they're, they're good kids. I like them. But he didn't, like, go on and on about them, which I really appreciated. Yeah. Not that I don't like children. It's just, you know, slow your roll. Mm-hmm. So. What about you, John? How was your week? Uh, it was fine. It was Work was a little aggravating. Uh, we had a very interesting town hall where uh, my American co- colleagues embarrassed the hell out of me. So we had, like, half of our business is based out of England. So, like, when the big rigs come in, big wigs? Wigs, yeah. Wigs. When they come in, you know, they're from England. And so, you know, and so it was, Friday was V-Day, I think, over there. So they were already, they had a bank holiday. And they were... uh, V-Day? Yeah, they're they're Victory Day for uh, World War II, right? Okay. So it was a... Have a victory day, do we? Um, don't ask me that question. It Armist- it's Armistice Day. <laughs> I have no idea. Why don't we know this? Go on. Um, and so we were talking about, you know, how the pandemic is, how, they, what they're doing over there, and um, and how right now they're basically shut down. They can't really. They're all. They have to work remotely because the building that they're operated in or based out of is you know a pretty big building and their rules over there is two people per elevator and so they can't even get in the office because the the building itself houses 
thousands of people, you know? Maybe waiting eight hours for an elevator. Yeah, and then trying to take the train to go there, too, since they don't rely on vehicles like we do, right? Maybe they can work off those fish and chips and take the stairs. So it was, I mean, it was interesting. They they definitely seem to have the opposite of reaction of America right now. We're trying to open up. They're like, yeah, we're not doing that shit. And so they talked for about uh, 25 minutes. And then our president said, okay, we're going to open up the phone lines if anybody has any questions for them. Sounds like a radio call-in show. It basically was. So, I mean, the, the code word is for them, meaning if are you know the, the the people in london if you, if you have any questions for them so this woman from uh i don't know where she's from america south pass i don't know where that is that's in texas or whatever um she gets on and as soon as she opened her mouth i was uh, this isn't gonna go well this <laughs> is like she was like um so um when we get back in the office like do we have to wear masks <laughs> And well, what what did they say to Becky? Well, the guy was like, "Is this for us?" <laughs> <laughs> I can't do a British accent. <laughs> I got it. But then she continues. She's like, "Oh no, I'm. So, I thought you were done, and we are moving on." <laughs> that's pretty American. That's a pretty American thing to do. Are you guys finished? Can I go now? But I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> this is like somebody, like a level level one <laughs> person in a role playing game confronting a level level forty five boss character. <laughs> I, okay, because you said it that way, uh, I didn't at first. I was I felt like I wasn't going to get your game analogy until the last part where you said level forty five boss, and so then it told me that forty five is is better. <laughs> That was so embarrassing. So embarrassing. What, so what was the what was the conclude? Like, did somebody answer her? Well, the president said, "We'll we'll discuss that later." Does anybody have any questions for? I forget what their names were. The people in London and somebody, another person who I can, I suspect is probably middle management at another location chimed in and made a joke about ale, about British ale, and they laughed. <laughs> that sounds good. Yeah, it was just so embarrassing. It was so embarrassing. I uh, started watching these this YouTube series called Beth Roars. Wait, John, uh, an American person made a joke about British ale. Yes. And did the British people laugh? Yes. Something about I heard that over there they had to because nobody's going to the pubs over there, right? Okay. That they had to start throwing out the the ale or something because it was going bad, mm-hmm. or something like that. And it was like, it's already bad. Something like that. They're like, oh. Something to that effect, yeah. Okay. Right. So I started watching this YouTube series, uh, also based out of the UK. I believe she's Irish. She sounds Irish. She's called Beth Roars. She's a vocal coach. And she's not in the UK if she's Irish. Unless she's Northern Irish. Maybe she is Northern Irish. She she is definitely out of the UK because she does say that she offers coaching to the UK. Okay. To people in the UK. But she just does all these reaction videos to um, all sorts of different acts. I started, I thir- the first one I watched was a Fiona Apple because I went through a Fiona Apple worm, wormhole. 
Um, but she did one for uh, Marilyn Manson. She did one for Ariana Grande. I mean, just like reactions to all these different live acts. Um, and she'll stop it and say like, oh, what this person doing is doing right now is very interesting and blah, blah, blah. Usually 100% all the time positive. And just really interesting uh, hearing about vocal stuff that I got because I've never gone to a vocal coach that I don't even consider, you know, so it was, okay, well, so, so this is not an MST three K type type commentary. This is like a, like breaking it down for breaking it down. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, and she's almost always positive, even like on an Amy Winehouse track, she said, okay, technically what she's doing here is completely incorrect. <laughs> I think it's, Funny that you said Amy Winehouse track. Oh. <laughs> Go on, John. Uh, you know, but but for this song, it works because this song's all about emotion and you don't have to be so stringent with the rules. Um, she says, like, for her, it's only, like, mistake or wrong if what they're doing could hurt their voice. And the only video that I heard that her being, like, too overtly critical was one um, for Janis Joplin, Ball and Chain. She did, she was like, whoa. <laughs> she freaked out a little bit on that because the stuff that Janis Joplin was doing was potentially damaging to her vocal cords. Well, I feel like Janis knew that was the, that was the least of her problems. <laughs> so so I, I watched that, um, finished The Last Kingdom. I think he might I don't know. Did you watch uh, Game of Thrones? I did. Were you into it at all? I liked it, yeah. You should maybe check out The Last Kingdom. Is it as ridiculous as The Witcher? Oh, it's 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 bar none so much better than The Witcher. Better in what way? More more ridiculous? Uh, no, the storytelling is linear. It's all based on, you know, what we know of history. Um the acting, I think, is a lot better as well. The writing's a lot better. Is um, it beautiful and wearing wigs? Um, people look dirty when they should look dirty. And uh, there's nobody that's too done up. Like the, the, the witch lady on The Witcher, I mean, she looked like a goddamn supermodel, you know? There's no supermodels on this. They all look like they probably had, like, a crusty butthole. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Okay. All right. So it's less ridiculous than The Witcher. Yes. But I like it because um, like some things that I I started noticing that I think has to be as a result of just our current gender politics, um, like the the lead male character, actually all the men character, like they're like these, these tough warrior men, right? Whereas like shows like this a decade ago, and even some shows now, like Vikings, the men, like one of the signs of their strength is that they don't show emotion. And on this show, the men do show emotion very freely. So the, the leading man, you know, cries when, when he's in mourning. And it's like his only emotion is not just anger. And I found that kind of interesting. And also like the friendship between the men, male characters was interesting as well, because I don't think too oftentimes there's too many shows that have like a real friendship between men and yeah. And, and all the characters or all their relationships are kind of complicated, you know, like sometimes the, the Danes and the, uh, 
the Saxons when they're in a fight. They don't. Sometimes they don't fight. <laughs> sometimes they stop and have a chat. Um, and also, what's also interesting for me, and it's one of those things where I'm like, that's not historically accurate. But I, then I have to check myself. We're like, well, fuck. We don't know that women might have been in battle like this, and it was just lost to history. You know, like stuff like that. Like I knew that that Viking women fought in battle because you know. But there was one scene where uh, a noblewoman got on a fucking horse and took a sword. And I was like, shit. And so yeah. it's also we think that they're kings, that, that kings back in ancient times, actually, you know, they were military leaders and they actually did fight in the wars. Some of them were. Some of them were cowards. And some of them were liberals who said war is hell and we're not going to I'm not going to do this. I don't know if that's true, but I would like. Could you to. imagine Trump on a horse with a sword? That is a fucking Clydesdale, first of all. <laughs> a regular horse. Um, so yeah, last kingdom. You've got nothing else to do. Well, I mean, I do have other things to do. I mean, shows to watch. Once you're out of shows, I am. I am uh, coming to the end of the shows. Yes, that's true. Have you been watching? What we do in the shadows. Did you see the newest episode? No, not the newest one. I think I'm like a, a episode behind. Okay. The one about Guillermo and the um the vampire hunters. You saw that one? Yeah, I saw that one. Okay. Where they go out in the field. Is that, is that the same one where they went to that their neighbor's house or that They went to the wrong house. The football party? That no. One? That was the what was it? Um, God, what did the what did they call it? Shit. It's uh oh the the super owl party. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, no, it was it. This is we're like two episodes past that. Oh okay. Okay, so you haven't gotten to the Guillermo goes out with the. He goes out with the vampire hunters. Oh, okay, yeah. The one that I saw was was him meeting the vampire hunters. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, superb owl. That's what it was. It's the superb owl party. <laughs> that's a pretty good one. Uh, that's a fantastic show. Didn't uh one of the writers of that? Didn't he like get? Hold on a second. I think he got. Like he's gonna be directing some kind of Star yeah, Wars the, shit or something. Yeah, the main guy, Tahiki Wahiki something or other. Yeah, I thought that was him. I, I saw the name and I wasn't sure if that's. Yeah, I can't pronounce his name. I'm sorry. I he's amazing though. He's Maori, right? I have no idea. I believe so. And I was not trying to make fun of his name. I just don't know it. Right. I just know there's a T and a W. You just don't want to butcher it. That makes that's fair. Um, yeah. Is it a Star Wars film that he's going to do, or what's going on? I know he, he did Thor Ragnarok, which is really good. I don't know what that is. Uh, a Marvel movie with Thor, speaking of Vikings. Cool, cool. Jeff Goldblum was in it. I'm surprised you didn't see it. Are you, aren't you on the Jeff Goldblum? I mean, I think he's uh, tasty, but I'm not like Cindy-level obsession. Man, he really stepped into it. He did. I remember uh, when when that um, when that tide turned. It was like, was he in like Independence Day or some shit? 
I think I had to go see that in the theater with somebody, and and I was like, wait a minute, Jeff Goldblum is hot. And oh, we're talking about two different things. We what? Uh, Jeff Goldblum recently uh, guest judged on uh, RuPaul's Drag Race and uh, kind of uh, said things that upset a lot of people. There was a drag queen who. Uh, I think wore like a sari or something. She wore like a kind of like a religious type uh, garb. Uh, and so Jeff Flume questioned her and said, you know that people in that religion don't like gay people. And uh, kind of uh, paraphrasing, of course, but then a lot of uh, uh, Muslim people were really offended on Twitter. So it wasn't a sari if it was. It's not a sari. I, I don't know what it's called. The religious rap. Okay. Um, I didn't know. I didn't hear about that, but not a hijab. What's it, what's it called? When it's just the, the, that covers the, the head. Uh, I knew this at one point. I'm sorry, people. Yeah. We're look, we can't know everything. All right. I don't know shit about shit. That's true. I mean, at least we know that we don't know anything. Um, and I'm not intentionally being uh, rude. I'm just accidentally being rude. Yeah, it's not. We don't intentionally look stupid. It's it's all by accident. So like, do we have to wear masks? <laughs> <laughs> so like, when we go, I know it's like a pandemic, but like, do we have to wear a mask? We go back in the office. It's not a burka. Is it a burka? Um, I mean, I'm sure we probably, I co- probably could just find the clip. That's it. Because as soon as he started saying it, when I when I saw it on Twitter, I said, "Oh no, this isn't good, Jeff. You're you are you are walking off a diving board that you don't even know that you're on." So when was this? Uh, just a few weeks ago. So has there been? a follow-up to that like was he like i'm sorry or fuck you guys i don't think he ever come if he did comment um i didn't see it uh, but i think you know with how things are right now i think i just kind of got lost the story just kind of got lost but it does show a lot of like people that just don't understand intersectionality you know that you could be muslim and gay you know, you can be black and gay. So well, why did you make those two choices? <laughs> mm. uh, okay. Yeah, I have noticed that I I can't remember the last story that I heard about that did not involve uh, coronavirus in some capacity. Yeah. So... Oh, man. Did you see that headline today from, I think it was ABC News, so Little Richard passed away. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and the, Let the me ask title... Okay, yeah. Quickly, this, I know this is going to be really dumb, but he was gay, right? I mean, I would assume so. But, but we don't know for sure. Like, he wasn't <laughs> like, hey, you guys, I'm gay, other than, like, his presentation. I mean, he did tootie fucking fruity. Is it about <laughs> butt sex? Okay. I mean, it's open to your interpretation, but I definitely see the butt sex thing first. I don't know if it's specifically about anal sex, but I know Tutti Frutti was, you know, 
What? Uh, come on. <laughs> look, look, I I understand like the the outlying implications, but like, what is that actually like a thing? Like, does that mean something? I th- see. I think like people from his generation. I mean. I mean, I think it's pretty safe to assume that he enjoyed the company of men, but I don't know if he, I mean, I just don't really know that much about him to know whether or not he ever said that publicly in his life or if it was just kind of like uh, uh, assumed, like uh, like Liberace, you know? It was just a wholly different era. Um, I know that, that later in his life, he did some stuff with like mega churches that was kind of like, ugh. Um, but I, I really don't know. Mega churches, yeah. Anything with mega churches is like, oh, where you like pull your collar like in a cartoon. Um, but but this so this article said uh, the title was something like Little Richard, the self the self professed king of rock and roll, dead at <laughs> like self professed. How rude is that? Yeah, no kidding. Like, he was the king of fucking rock and roll. Did he even say he was the king of rock and roll? Like, I don't know. Go around saying that. Because so it weird. makes him sound uh, self-involved. It makes him sound like he was not the king of rock and roll, you know? It does make him sound like that. And I have no way to quantify who the king of rock and roll is, so I can't say who it was. But um, he's certainly a contender. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I read a quote from him, something about, um, and I didn't check the sources, so maybe he didn't even say this, like like those memes where Abraham Lincoln is like, be excellent to each other, you know? Uh, but uh, it's something like he was talking about wearing makeup, and he said, um, it's good to it's good to wear makeup, just like you add a little sugar to your coffee or uh like like you need a little extra something <laughs> <laughs> like oh that makes sense yeah 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 um why did they call him little richard i have no idea do you think it was a euphemism for like a small penis was his name actually richard i'm looking it up right now why do they call him Little Richard? These are things that we probably should have looked up before, but I didn't know that they were coming. I got you an answer. In childhood, he was nicknamed Little Richard or Lil Richard by his family because of his small and skinny frame. A mischievous <laughs> child who played pranks on neighbors, blah, 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 blah. And he did start out singing in the church. So that could kind of explain why later in life he uh, went back to the church, you know. Okay, let's go. Number three, sexuality. Uh... He said in 1984, he played only with girls as a child, was subjected to homophobic jokes and real cool because of the manner of walk and talk. His father brutally punished him whenever he caught him wearing his mother's makeup and clothing. The singer said he had been sexually involved with both sexes as a teenager. Because because of his effeminate mannerism, his father kicked him out of their home. Oh, that's terrible. At 15. uh, Poor little buddy. Yeah. He's into voyeurism. I mean, but who is not? I, mean, I love voyeurism. <laughs> he was into to being the voyeur or being the voyeurie. 
I'm assuming the voyeur. Um, in 82, he said, God gave me the victory. I'm not gay now, but you know, I was gay all my life. I believe I was one of the first uh-huh. gay people to come out, but God let me know that he made Adam be with Eve, not Steve, so I gave my heart to Christ. Oh. Yeah, but that oh. timing is really interesting, having it in 1982. In 84, while calling homosexuality natural and contagious, he told Charles White he was omnisexual. And then 95, he said that he... He always knew he was gay, and I've been gay all my life. In 2007, he said he was bisexual, and in 2017, he denounced homosexuality. I mean, it's really, it's just really complicated, you know? I feel really... ...that you make about the 1982 statement, I get that with AIDS and all that shit. Um, It sounds actually really torturous, like, going back and forth and back and forth, no pun intended. I mean, just imagine being kicked out of your house at 15. No, that'd be fucking horrible. Um, And I think, I don't know. I mean, well, definitely I know in like that. Well, I I don't know, but I have heard that that gay kids in that come from religious households have usually a worse time. Like, yeah. Oh, without a doubt. Um. I don't know if the African-American community is different than like if the African-American religious community is different than the like white religious community or the Latino religious community or the Asian religious community in terms of like what is like more detrimental to the kid. I, I, I don't know who's more punishing, I guess is what I'm saying. But but religion definitely is not helpful. Not all of it, I guess. I mean, there, yeah. are, there are some Christians that are totally cool and whatever. Yeah, like uh, Timmy Faye Baker's son was doing a lot of good stuff with the church about trying to uh, be more accepting to to people of all sorts of different walks of life, which is good. Particularly drag queens because of all of that makeup. <laughs> Did you ever watch that documentary? I did not. What is it called? I believe it's called The Eyes of Tammy Faye. <laughs> oh. uh, no, I didn't see it. I remember there was like a spin article that I read in the 90s about him. like, But, but I don't have any more information about it because I retained none of the knowledge that I received from reading it. Yeah, I remember I believe he had a... I don't even know what his name is, but I believe he had a reality show for a little bit of time about his church. Yeah, maybe that's what it was. Oh, fuck. Um, she's dead, right? She died yes. a few years ago? Not not too long ago. Uh, probably over a decade ago now. Jim Baker is still alive? Um, I'm not sure. Did she have, like, ovarian cancer or something? I believe. I think she had uh butt cancer you just want to say butt didn't she didn't uh, she have how did she die i thought she had some sort of lady cancer yeah she died of colon cancer oh, okay that's just a universal person cancer yeah no big deal nbd Uh, and uh, Jim Baker, if we cared, is still alive. I don't care, though. Fuck that guy. Yeah, he'll get it. He'll get that coronavirus. 
She seemed like she was probably like like meant to be a nice lady. Yeah, I mean, she seemed really, I mean, in her she, life, okay. especially with the gay community, she she really did a lot of reaching out. Not to say that she was perfect, you know. Uh, I don't know. I have not read anything about her. I haven't read her biography or her about her childhood or anything like that. But man, like there are a lot of signals that that uh, suggest that she was probably she experienced some childhood trauma for sure. I mean, yeah. you know, like you don't just wake up like that. I think, man, fucking who has who doesn't have childhood trauma of some sort? Uh, I mean. Mine is more like my parents wouldn't let me, like, go past the end of the block, that kind of trauma. Like, that's not really, you know. Yeah. Uh, there, there's a spectrum of trauma, and I'm on the pretty low end of it, I would say. Can we talk about prosthetic penises really fast? Oh, can we? You know, I was talking on the phone to Debbie, and I was like, do I tell her that I have to get off the phone so I can talk about dicks on a podcast, or... Just let her go. So go ahead, please. So there's this Netflix show by uh, Ryan Murphy called Hollywood. Have you heard about it? No. Well, one of the actors, I caught an article where, um, like, uh, he didn't know, like, the, the call sheet says something about needing to get a prosthetic. And so he thought, oh, yay, I'm going to get, like, hurt or something. Like, my character's going to have a scar, you know. But it was a prosthesis for his penis. Like, he was going to wear, like, a prosthetic dick. And I don't know why, but that, like, really fucking annoys me. Hold on. Does that mean his dick gets cut off? Or they no. prosthetic dick because they didn't think he would want to show his own? Or his own was too small? I'm assuming it's for modesty's, modesty's sake. Oh, please. And I guess what annoys me is, like... Actresses, they don't get to wear chest plates, you know, if the scene calls for their tits to be out. Yeah. Um, and then I was thinking, like, because I know there was a show that Adam Scott was in a long time ago. I think it was called something like Lie With Me or Lie To Me or something. Yes, I saw that. It was like uh, Couples in Therapy or something. Yeah, and it had explicit sex scenes. And in those, these prosthetics for i guess the the comfortability of the other actors but my understanding for hollywood was that they wanted the sex scenes to be very racy which i guess i mean fine if they want to do that just so that everybody's comfortable and you're not actually giving somebody a blowjob but like if the prosthetic was just for a scene that called for just regular nudity that annoys me okay well here's my only argument uh in their favor is that i mean if a woman becomes aroused visually or whatever or even tactily um you don't necessarily know it but if a dude gets a boner like are they using a prosthetic because he can't guarantee that he's not going to get a boner i have no idea I mean, I would assume that if there's like a boner watch, I have to be like, stop, <laughs> settle down there, Mike. Right. But that like, costs I, money, right? Like you don't want to like, I guess, I guess one thing that we need to, to know is 
can you hide a boner with a prosthetic penis? I would no, you can't unless they strap that fucker down. If you get a boner, the prosthetic's just gonna bloop up too. Right, except I would imagine if you're using a prosthetic penis, you have to strap the dick down anyway, right? I thought it'd just be like a sleeve. Cause I know like strippers that use prosthetic penises in their own uh uh you know, the 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 not all male ones, they have like I thought they were like little strippers or female strippers. Male strippers. Why would a female stripper have a prosthetic dick? Oh, you've never been to a strip club. (laughs) (laughs) But I guess what annoyed me was like it it seemed like my my interpretation of it was that that the male actors will all have prosthetic penises so that they would appear to have like I guess the ideal uh, non erect penis that would be, you know, a nice thickness and size because to adhere to like beauty standards, you know. Well, look, now I need to know, and I don't know who to ask. So I guess I wouldn't be annoyed. I wouldn't be annoyed if it was like for the safety of the other actors, and I would be annoyed if it was just to. That's but, all I gotta say about but, that. But what if it wasn't about safety? What if it was about like um, filming costs? Like, like I said, like if if you have to stop filming every time somebody gets that's, a dinner, that's stupid. What's, I would, I would, that would laugh. I would laugh at that. That that's the reason why they have to go through the molding and everything. Well, I guess if it's a prosthetic, then that, then it wouldn't be the actor's penis that'd be redundant. But no, that's stupid. I feel like that would be a perfectly legitimate no. reason. Like, you stop. Look, you, look. You but I mean, Megan, if they're not showing a penis, like when they have, let's say, if it was a romantic scene with when they're just wearing, like, garments to modesty garments, they could still get aroused and you still wouldn't see it. Well, I don't know if that's necessarily true, but also, like, I don't know. Like in a football game, every time somebody blows the whistle, you know how long those dudes, like, like walk around and pat each other's asses and shit? Like, it Sorry, takes forever. Them. For- we went over budget because Mike can keep his boner in check. Exactly. You don't want Mike's boner to cause you to go over budget is what I'm saying. So it might be cheaper just to get a prosthetic dick and to pull Mike's dick back between his legs. That's what I'm saying. No. <laughs> Absolutely not without uh, you're, you're saying it's outside of the realm of possibility is what you're suggesting. I'd say absolutely it's outside. Uh-oh, of it. But what was surprising to me is that the actor seemed surprised because my understanding of entertainment uh, law from the one class that I took where we had two days to like stuff like that is usually all hashed out beforehand when it comes to nudity and stuff like that. Um, like tracks and stuff. Yeah. Cause back in the olden timey days, they would, <laughs> they would, you know, surprise Linda. Guess what you're doing today? Especially like the most notorious one was, uh, what was the actress's name that did that one? Uh, shit. The one with the, the butter scene. The butter scene? Yeah. Is this a mainstream film or is this an independent film? I think it was like in the 70s or 80s and there was like really explicit sex in it. Butter? It's on the tip of my tongue. I keep on wanting to say Dangerous Liaisons, but it was not Dangerous Liaisons at all. 
Uh, I don't want to say it was Mickey Rourke, but it was not Mickey Rourke. Because I'm getting confused. It's not nine weeks. Not nine weeks, but that's... Like, I keep on thinking that's nine weeks. Uh, oh, by the way, did you know that uh, Kirk Douglas raped a lady? I mean, I'd never thought about it, but if you say that to me, I assume that that's probably true. Oh, my God. Yeah, read up on Kirk Douglas. He's horrible. Dude, I have to assume that um, as far back as, you know, as recent as 1999, uh, most actors who were straight were raping people. (laughs) It doesn't seem... It's not surprising to me. I'm hard, I'm very sorry that it happened. However, like more than right, he died. I hope so. <laughs> Did you hear Kirk Douglas died raping a woman? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I said raping a woman, and then I laughed. And <laughs> hope nobody takes a soundbite from that. Do you like? Do you know what I finally I got kind of turned on a little bit. Do you know what are your feelings on like take care of it emails? Uh, you mean like here's the problem, make it go away? Well, um, not going into too many details. I had to reach out to a a borrower and ask them for something, and that guy in turn reached out to his somebody else and said, "Hey, can you look at this email and take care of it for me?" <laughs> and, and in my head, I was like, oh, my God, Daddy, yes, take care of it. What came to mind was you thought maybe they were coming to your apartment to murder you. No. Um, Just somebody that. Explain the, a, the yes, a, Daddy. It's, it's like a man of a certain amount of power and stature where he could have one of his underlings just take care of something for him. Yes. Did he say please? Uh, I believe so. Yes. Okay, that's less daddy, I would say. It was a. It was. It's a fine line because then he could be like a tyrant and a dick, and nobody wants that, you know. So you want like a polite daddy? Yeah. That will. That will give directives, but in a nice way. Mm. Still gets he gets shit done. Well, did you get that guy's phone number or what? Oh, it's a work thing. Yeah. No. I mean, you could. I mean, especially since he works at the same place. No, he doesn't work for me. Oh. No, not my company. I, I was doing, I was performing my job duties and I reached out to a different person because I needed something from them. And then they reached out to somebody else that worked for them to take care of it. Am I being vague enough? Well, maybe too vague. So, so your company has business with this bar. Borrower. Borrower. Okay. Yes. That changes the context completely. I thought yeah. you said. Okay. Um, I mean, you still have access to his phone number, right? Because he's a, like a client. So. It's not my client now. You don't know what I do. I'll explain it to it offline because I like to be a little, <laughs> I want to be uh to uh. Okay. Um, well, I hope that that has provided you with plenty of masturbatorial material. Oh, not at all. 
Oh, well then, God. I thought it was kind of like sexy, you know, the people that are just like, hey, take care of this for me. Yeah. Um, usually those people are assholes and I don't see them in that context. I really only like it when somebody does that in the bedroom. Yeah. In real life, it really turns me off. Like, fuck you. Take care of it yourself. There we go. All right. Oh. Well, maybe maybe you should put it to good use. I mean, it's more it's remarkable enough to be talking about it right now is what I'm saying. Yeah. So. Uh. I was thinking about um fantasies actually like what I've noticed and I don't know if this is true for everyone, but the things that I like in fantasy are things that would make me uh really like angry or upset in real life like dudes telling me what to do um dudes grabbing your neck stuff like that slapping you in the face Mm -hmm. yeah especially with their dick right like (laughs) during a work day if a dude slapped me in the face with his dick i would be very angry and not at all turned on but you uh, change the environment and you put them in my bedroom and it's a different story. Yeah. You'd hope at least you were wearing a mask when they slapped you in the face with their dick. Oh, yeah. Oh, speaking of which, coronavirus is found in semen. I believe that. For sure. Yeah, yeah I don't know why people are like, ooh. Like, well, yeah, if it's found in the air like droplets, of course it would be in semen. Yeah, anything that's liquid. Oh, did you hear what Dallas did to piss off all the tattoo parlors everywhere? No. So um, beauty salons were able to open up uh, and like restaurants were able to open up. You would think, at least I would think, that tattoo parlors would be more like a beauty salon, right? But no, it's classified along with bars and strip clubs. Oh. Yeah, so they're not open. Uh... Hmm. And uh, the tattoo artist that I follow uh, wrote to the government explaining, you know, hey, we have to follow certain licenses and uh, we have the same sort of uh, uh, hygiene and uh, cleanliness that better, in fact. Yeah. And that was one of their points. Like uh, a hairstylist is not then they this the. I forget which which tattoo artist it was one of the guys that was a local guy that was on uh, that show on Spike TV that that na- Ink Master, and uh, one of his arguments were, you know, not not to say anything bad about hairstylists and hair salons and barber shops, but those people they interact with a lot of clients in, in one day, whereas a tattoo artist might only interact with one or two clients in a day. Yeah. So uh, also the only time I've been to a tattoo parlor where they weren't wearing gloves and being very careful, careful about all of that shit is when I went to Sherman when I was 16 to get my navel pierced. Other than that, very like hygienic. So, yeah, especially the ones that I go to, they're very small. I don't mean that they're not even really open to like walk ins, you know. So do we want to talk about this uh, this dickhead who opened her salon and went to jail and then fucking, what, Dan Patrick was like, I'll pay her. Yeah, and there's a GoFundMe that's 
hundreds of thousands of dollars. It's all a sham. Fuck her. Fucker. Motherfucker. Like fucking Dan Patrick and Abbott and what, like Ted Cruz went to get a haircut from of her? Of course he did. <laughs> bullshit. God, he loves publicity. That little motherfucker. I hate him. I hope he gets coronavirus. I think he already had it, though. This is a, a like blatantly ridiculous. Yeah. So absurd. Follow the rules. Except for this. Well, she did it for... I mean, it was a stunt from the very oh, beginning. Like, she self martyr. Fuck that woman. Yeah. I mean, she could have just waited two days, but no, she had to... It was all planned out. Fuck her. Fuck her salon. Fuck Dallas. Fuck white people. You saw what happened in Georgia, right? Uh, well, I didn't see it, but I, I read about it. Yeah, I started. I saw the video, and I was like, nope, I can't watch it. I know what happens, and it's all bullshit. And the only reason that we're even talking about it is because there was a video, you know? The sad thing about that video was that the man who released it thought it would help his two buddies, the Get two the white... Here. Yeah. You're joking. I'm not. I thought it was like a... I mean, I, I didn't... I didn't... I... I I had no interest in seeing the video. I don't need to see a video to believe that that happened. Um, but uh, like, but I, I guess I just assumed that it was like a like a passerby that was like, "This is some bullshit. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do something about this." But no, no, I don't even know who even took the video. I mean, to be perfectly honest, I don't know too 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 much about the story, although that it's terrible and awful, and. Uh, a man was murdered for jogging and now people are trying to, I mean, the, the spin machine for the far right is just going, doing somersaults to try and say first that, that of course the white men were afraid for their lives, even though they were armed and chased this man. And there were two of them. Two of them. A father and son, a Bob, Bubba and Bubba fucking fucknut junior. Um, and they look exactly like you would think them yeah, do. one of them has his mouth open and his shot. So of course you do. <laughs> um, <laughs> and this, of course, happened two months ago. Yeah, yeah, that's insane. I hadn't even heard about it until. Yeah. Jesus fucking Christ, man. And uh, I forget it. Somebody commented. It said that the only reason that we're talking, the only reason why they are arrested is because we, the public, saw the video. Yes. They had it the entire time. They had it like those guys had it? Law enforcement had it. Who had it? Law enforcement. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, the DA at the time, one of the DAs that, that had to recuse herself was friendly because i guess the father at one point was law enforcement they're trying to say that they were trying to do some citizens arrests which doesn't even apply there because that law in georgia was really applicable for like retailers is that even a thing i remember um hearing that first in like police academy five or some shit and i was like <laughs> oh that's i didn't think that was a real thing citizens arrest come on yeah, it's like, let's say if I'm a shop owner and I suspect that you might be shoplifting from me, I can do a, quote, citizen's arrest up until law enforcement comes. It's, okay. a, it's What does that mean? You're supposed to sit on the person? You're supposed to tackle them and, like, 
sit on their torso so they can't get up until the I think police. Legally, it means that that you can uh, basically it's you won't be charged with kidnapping and forcing somebody to stay in a place against their will because they're under citizen's arrest until law enforcement comes. Okay. Well, uh, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like it's just a it's just like a, a, a something legally that they can do. They didn't. Right. It probably doesn't uh, legally involve a gun, though, right? Like, you can't sit a citizen arrest someone with a firearm. No. That's what they're trying. And then they're trying to say, well, there were burglaries in the neighborhood. A, there wasn't. And B, uh, you don't murder somebody for a burglary. There is no, like... I have a really hard time to believe, um, believing that, uh, that in their neighborhood there's anything to fucking steal that's worth... <laughs> And now the latest one is there's a video that could possibly have been him walking through a construction site. Which literally I have done before. I've literally walked through like across the street when they were building the apartment. I literally walked through when it was just bones to see what it was like. Jesus fucking Christ. And didn't, uh, didn't think two things of it. No, I mean... This is, I, I didn't need any convincing that this, that this was a thing that happened. And, and of course, President um, Trump said, well, maybe there's something on the video before the video. Like, fucking, you fucker. You f- I have no interest in hearing what he has to say about it. Oh, racist motherfucker. Make any difference to me at all. Ridiculous. Fucking ridiculous. Everything is garbage. Nothing matters. It was self-defense because <laughs> just like I can't believe it. <laughs> it's just like when they uh, <laughs> try to get Flynn off, like they dropped stop pr- charges. They dropped charges on Mike Flynn, who pled guilty not once but twice. <laughs> how? I want to ask how this happens, but you. There's no answer. I don't know. God damn it. The end. Well, we're out of time. All right. Well, good. <laughs> God. Enjoy the song of the tree falls in the in the forest by Ellen Siberian Tiger. When we're when are we gonna start doing this in person? Uh, when the pandemic's over. Like we could do it with masks on. No. <sighs> I mean, I, I, I mean, I would categorize you as high risk. Or maybe I'm the lowest risk. No, you're the high risk because you can be a carrier because you can get those nasty germs at work. And I, but except if I can't get it again, then I can't carry it. Yes, no, you can carry it. Don't you don't know. repel. You don't repel the fucking germs. And I know you don't wash yourself if you're walking around with cum dripping out of you. You take that back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I still cannot get that visual out of my head. <laughs> just you know, walk around. I probably wash myself more because I have cum dripping out of me. Just drip, so drip. I can't believe that. I'm a very clean person. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> um, uh, okay, so so I ask that because I listened to the episode last week. Uh-huh. My audio is bad and it breaks up. I know. I think it's my headset. 
I'm not saying that I have a lot of important things to say that people need to hear, but it should at least be as good as your audio and yours is better. Okay. Well, then you just need to get a Jabra headset. Like I have a fancy little headset. I don't know. Um, like when we did it before, when I was in Appalachia and I, I think I used my headphones, is that something? Yeah, we could try it. Okay. If you want to. As a, okay. Maybe that microphone is better. I don't know. Or maybe I could try the uh, the headset that I used to use because I think m- the one that I have now, and sorry, listeners, I know we're getting a little behind the, the curtain here, but I think the one I have now, if you talk and I talk at the same time, it cancels you out, where the other one doesn't do that. <laughs> Did a dude develop that? <laughs> Probably. Yeah. All right. Well, I hope you all have a, have a good week, um, as best a week as you can have. That's good. Nothing's good, though, so yeah, it's all relative. Check out The Last Kingdom, Megan. Okay. I'll consider that. And I will catch up on what we do in the shadows. Um, all right. We'll be back next week. Back next week. How, how high do you think the death toll is going to be next week? 600,000. You know what other thing that's kind of sick? They're like, there's no new cases. I'm like, well, there's no new testing. Yeah. You bitches. Of course there's no new. God. Enjoy the song of a tree falls in the forest. We'll be back next week. Bye. Just